Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Strawberry Ice, otherwise known as Jeff Trenopole, down here in the ice cave, bringing you sports from a west side point of view. Okay, here's the rundown. UC versus UCF. I said it yesterday. They don't like making things easy. They've made things extremely hard for themselves after the double overtime loss. And the NFL has come out with a possibility of a new playoff format. I'll get to all that here in a second. All right, I've been kind of dreading this. I'm like, man, I'm making the show yesterday. And I'm like, it should be an easy win. I said, but if they lose, it'll be a terrible loss. It's an absolutely terrible loss. UC lost in double overtime to Central Florida. Central Florida. Those guys shouldn't even be, it shouldn't even have been close. It was a home game. Our defense was terrible. I was at the game down in the lower bowl. I had really good seats. I got for free the other night at the uh, John Brandon show. I didn't pay for them, but I could see everything. I mean, and, and I was right next, right behind uh, Central Florida's bench. So I could see Central Florida driving right down the lane every single time, and nobody from the Bearcats could keep them in front of them or come over to help. I mean, they had, Johnny Dawkins had a good plan. He pulled Chris Vogt out of there. So as soon as his guy left, Vote went with him, and they drove. And I don't know if the Bearcats, like I said, I think they're tired. I, I think they're absolutely wore out. They've had so many stressful games. And like I said, we're only four or five deep. I mean, the freshmen are starting, are trying to step up, but they didn't really do anything last night. I mean, well, nobody really did anything last night except for Trey Scott. It's it's unbelievable. For them, like John Brandon said, I'll, I'll quote him after the game last night, it was a horrible effort. We haven't played defense in about four games. The last time I really saw myself personally, really saw the Bearcats play defense was at the Wichita State game. And ever since then, we've looked wore out. We just, we're not there. You can't, I don't care if UCF is, shouldn't shouldn't win. They shouldn't have won. But you you got to put the effort in. You, you got to. I mean, you guys have put yourself in this position behind the eight ball for losing the games at the beginning of the year that you shouldn't have lost to now... No more You cannot lose any more games. None. And even if we do that, I think we might have to win one or two games in the AAC tournament to get in. But, there's a but. There's always a but. If you win Sunday, which you better win Sunday against Wichita State. And then you got South Florida, which you should win that. Okay, you win both those. And you pull out, one of my favorite things, a huge win against Houston at Houston. I think that should be enough to barely get us in. I still would feel better if we win two or three games in the AAC tournament. Now, if you lose any of those games, you have to win the entire tournament or we're not getting in. It's just... The effort that the guys showed at the end of regulation and in the second overtime was the effort they should have had at the beginning of the game. Javon Cumberland made an unbelievable three-pointer to get him into overtime or into the second overtime. I, I can't remember which one it was. But he caught it, 
moved over, shot. I mean, his feet were not set at all. His legs are going this way. One leg's going this way. One leg's going that way. And he nailed it. It's like, where was that concentration at the beginning of the game? Because there's multiple three-pointer, three-point attempts that you were way more open than that one. And you made that one. Where's that concentration at at the beginning of the game? That's what we need. You can't just roll the balls out there and expect Central Florida to lay down. They're a Division I college basketball team. It's just, I don't, I don't understand. I didn't keep saying the doors, but I don't understand. You guys know you got to win. It's a homie. You know you got to win. You almost lost to East Carolina. You should have came out and cruised. These last two games should have been easy wins. You know, but our defense, I'll put it to our defense. Our defense has been terrible in both games. You know, that's one thing about mixed team. Always had defense. Barely ever had offense. Brandon's team, we've got better offense than we've ever had. We've had really good defense at times. Now, one thing I don't understand about the defense and, and John, what John's done is in the Memphis game, I thought it was a great move. Uh, Chris Boat got in foul trouble, and uh, Dari just wasn't playing very good, so he went small, and he went to a zone, and that completely messed up Memphis. They didn't know what to do with it. They hadn't seen it before. So uh, he didn't do it for very long, but it worked. It, he bought time for vote. Oh, yeah, and Cumberland was out then, too. So it bought time for those guys in the first half to get back into it and kept UC close. So... If you're John Brandon and you're watching your team get gutted right down the middle over and over and over again, and they're pulling Chris Vote out, why don't you play a zone? That way, the big man can stay in there, along with Trey Scott, along with Keith Williams. They're all right there, and you just move the zone around. And, and the other thing is, like I said, they look tired. When you play the zone, you don't have to ex- exert as much effort. I know Brandon is a man-to-man guy. Huggins was a man-to-man guy. Mick was a man-to-man guy until he figured out how to run the Syracuse zone. And that's where I think John Brandon needs to do. Run the zone more because, like I said, we're only four or five deep. The guys are tired. I don't care how many sets. You say they're 19, 20-year-old kids. They're tired. Because we struggled so much at the beginning of the year, that's the reason we're, we're at now. Because... Every game from December till now has been stressful. Like, they have got to win. You know, and that wears you out. It wears me out watching the games. <laughs> so, I am know it's t- they're tired. Everybody's like, what's wrong with Jaron Crumlin? He's tired. Watch his shots. He's got no lift in him. He's If he gets by guys, if he gets by them, he can't finish. I mean, he's flipping up stuff and it's hitting off the backboard and bouncing off or it's not even... Going to the top of the rim. He's tired. They're wore out. They need like a week off <laughs> uh, to, to get healed up and rested. Unfortunately, they don't have that. They got to play Wichita State Sunday. So, as of right now, in the net, the Bearcats have dropped five spots. They were 50 last week. They're 55 this week. And they're also in second place in the American Athletic Conference. Okay. Now, somebody posted, or I posted that on Facebook or my Facebook page, the the net. There were fifty, we were fifty or we were fifty now we're fifty five. And somebody asked, well, does that mean we're we're out? I haven't heard anybody actually say that we're out yet, so I don't exactly know. We were, I mean, Lenardi last week has 
had us as an 11 seed. But then you got uh, North Carolina State just beat Duke. And they're a they're not a, a non-ranked team too. So they moved up a lot. We jumped down. So as of right now, we could be out if it happened today. But lucky for us, it doesn't. We have to win Sunday. We got to win uh, next week against South Florida. And you have to, if you go, if the Bearcats go to Houston and win in Houston, that'll be their second quadrant one win, and it'll be a huge win. I mean, it would be, um, I mean, I said this a couple days ago. I think we're going to be 21 and nine. And I said, I said the one loss was going to be at Houston. Well, we already had the one loss. Now we have to go to Houston and win. If that doesn't happen, we got to run the table in the American Athletic Conference. I really want to get in because I really want to keep our streak alive. We made it to the NCAA tournament nine years in a row. There's only a handful of schools that have done that. It'd be nice to make a run in it, but I don't think this team is capable of doing that. Uh, it's just not deep enough. It just, uh, unless something happens and I'll be glad to be wrong. <laughs> Trust me, I'll be glad to be wrong. But so there's still a chance, not, not a big one. I mean, they are smack dab up against it. They cannot move. They lose. If they lose Sunday, they might as well lose the rest of them because you need to go and win the AAC tournament. I mean, that's where we're at. We might as well just not even play the other games if we lose Sunday. So, all right. Anyway. All right. The NFL has come out with a possibility, which I think is going to happen once they get the uh, – collective bargaining agreement out, which they've been talking about this for a couple years, of adding a 17th week to the season, and that would add uh, a seventh team to the playoffs instead of six, and we would lose a preseason game. We'd go from four games to three, which I'm fine with all that. I mean, I hate the, the preseason games. They're stupid, and it's dumb that the NFL owners charge the fans full price for barely professional football on the uh, preseason games. Now, if I'm the players, I know they're looking at money, which let's see here, whatever. Now the players revenue will increase from 48% with the 16 week schedule. It'll go up to 48.5% of the revenue sharing with a 17 game uh, week schedule. And plus, they get an extra game game check, so their their money will go up. The thing is that they all have been claim, uh, complaining about for the last ten years since their last negotiation is they have no guaranteed money, and the older guys have no health insurance. I've heard this, you know, after you're out of league, I think five years, then your health insurance is gone. Those are the things they need to fight for. The problem is. Your uh, career in the NFL is so short. These guys can't afford to miss game checks. They can't afford to miss games. I mean, especially guys who barely make the team. I mean, they might only get four or five games. And if you sit out or go on strike for four or five games, these guys may never get a shot in the NFL. So that's where they're, the players are at a rock at a hard place. They need, I don't think they can get the insurance. I don't, like, I don't think the owners will ever give them that. It looks like, I mean, they have gotten some actual guaranteed contracts. 
That looks to me is where they need to try to get that. They need to get the guaranteed money more. Because in my money, out of all the professional athletes, the football players should get paid. Because they're getting hit in the head. <laughs> they're getting hit in the knee. I mean, if you've seen a running back, like they can barely walk when they get older. So, I mean, they really need, and that's why I really think for the older guys, they really need the health insurance that they don't have from the NFL. And the, the, the owners could afford to do it. So anyway, but as far as the fan in me goes, I like it. I like the extra week. I like the extra playoff game. Now people said, well, if that's true, and it happened last year, then the Pittsburgh Steelers would have got in. And what if they went on a playoff run? Okay. I really doubt the Pittsburgh Steelers would have went on a playoff run with Duck or whatever the guy's name was that the other the other quarterback they had. So I don't really think that would affect it too much. And all the other thing is, I don't want to be one team on each uh, each conference to have a bye week. So that would be huge. Now, the other thing I've, I thought of is, okay, NBA has this new, that's not new, I've been doing it probably for five or six years now, load management. So if you go and you go from 16 games to 17 games, I think they got to probably put another buy in there, I would think. But also is, if you don't do that, then you... Do the coaches figure out, okay, this game, my wide receiver's not my best wide receiver's not gonna play. This game, my running back's not gonna play. You know, do they do the quote unquote load management for NFL players? Because again, out of anybody in professional sports that needs load management, it would be the NFL players, not the basketball players, which that's the whole other story. I, I anyway. Um, so that's that it could be a an interesting strategic thing that the coaches May or may not do. So what's your thoughts on that? Do you guys like uh, an extra playoff game, an extra extra week? I'm, I know you like only three preseason games instead of four. And how do you think it'll work out? Do you think they will give an extra bye week, have two bye weeks, or they'll do this load management thing I was talking about? Uh, tweet me out your, your thoughts at uh, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Handle Jeff A. Trenopole, T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. You can also message me at Sports with Strawberry Ice. You can also leave a message down below on the YouTube channel. And there's my crazy dog again. <laughs> That's just Sports Baby. Friday, tomorrow, Zeke of the Week. If you guys got any thoughts, ideas of who you'd like to nominate, again, message me, tweet me out, Facebook or not. You guys have a wonderful time. Like, subscribe, share. Tell all your friends about me. See ya.